Hey, Blockcasters. So hopefully by now you know the drill. We ask writers about their workspaces. Now, often that involves their physical location. But what about mental workspaces? Confused? Well, that's what we talked to Christy Thompson about a little bit. She's our guest today on the Blockcast. And she's the author of Snakebite. Here's Christy. My name's Christy Thompson and I'm from Canberra. I write in the genre of realism. Uh, I like gritty, real, honest, authentic uh, narratives. My first novel was um, told from the perspective of a 17-year-old girl named Jez who's growing up in the outer suburbs. Uh, It happens to be Canberra, but it really could be um, any outer suburbs of a big city that sort of um, real fringe uh, where you feel like you're living at the end of the earth and the you know there's not much culture apart from material culture there's the work uh, routine and the shopping center and just there's boredom sort of uh, reigns supreme amongst her peer group so there's a lot of drugs and alcohol I started writing it in my office at the university and it seemed to be conducive at the time but then I slowly drifted away. Uh, I actually broke my ankle about six weeks after starting to write the book and then I was at home out of necessity um, because I couldn't get in to to my office. Um, So I started on the laptop in bed basically and that kind of made... Uh, quite a bad habit for me of preferring to be at home and in my bedroom Um, you know endless cups of tea endless cigarette breaks I didn't have any outside noise um, because my housemates were all away and my dog at my feet um, just seemed to really work for me at that time I also spent a lot of time in Canberra uh, the suburb where the book is set um, just to kind of have a more immersive experience But when I went out to particular places, um, like I'd climb up Mount Taylor or I'd go to the Tuggeranong Hyperdome, I didn't actually write much there. I'd more just soak in an experience or make small notes and then go back to my laptop. The the Hyperdome, which is a shopping mall um, on the edge of a man-made lake, a gross blue-green algae-infested man-made lake down um, in the uh, pits of South Canberra, um, I was... Eavesdropping sometimes on conversations, but I was more reaffirming the um, the types of people that I was writing about. And I wanted to avoid stereotype, but then I found it harder and harder to avoid stereotype because I realised that the stereotypes existed for a reason and a lot of the stereotypes were very true. Uh, so I, I had to tone down things a little to not make it so caricature and so Kath and Kim. But but also to have this levels of authenticity about it um, and to make it really contemporary. I am both very fond of the area where I grew up and I can also, having travelled a bit and lived away. I lived in Sydney for quite a few years and then coming back to Canberra um, I've allowed myself the sort of 
I've gotten to the age and put enough distance between me and my adolescence to be able to see the humour in it, to be able to sort of dissect it from a sort of socio-cultural level, but also I think there's a there's levels of affection there. Yeah, I'd love to go and sit on some tropical beach and write a novel, but out of um, certain limitations in income and location of where I was and where I was studying, I had to write through freezing cold Canberra winters while living on an income that was hovering around the poverty line. So, mm. I like comfort. I don't like to have to feel cold. Less distractions, the better. So if you're warm and cosy and content. Um, but then on the other hand, maybe there's a certain, um, you know, thing that, that, that being uncomfortable and cold... Uh, maybe it produces a certain type of writing. Um, I sometimes would refer to myself um, just in my own head because it would sound really incredibly pretentious and wanky if I said it out loud, but I don't mind saying it here for some reason. As a method writer, it's like you hear about method actors who um, immerse themselves in a role before they actually start the filming process, you know, like they go out and hang around with crackheads and junkies and stuff like that. I'm almost like a method writer. Um, I find like when my characters are angry, I become quite angry and hard to be around. Um, when I'm writing something more buoyant, maybe I'm in a better mood. I can laugh out loud at my own jokes that I put within the narrative. And also I began to drink a lot when I was writing Snakebite. Um, I don't know if that was the stress of the process, of the whole writing and editing process, or if it was more of a, yeah, trying to immerse myself into the position of what my characters were going through, which is a lot of alcohol-fueled partying and you know, uh, family situations, and not always positive either, that I'd, I began to drink like I'd never drunk before and I even formed quite a problem with that and had to um, since address that and put that to the side. I'd like to head towards maybe a, a point where I didn't need to drink because my characters were drinking or feel angry because my characters were feeling angry, that I could just maybe put myself there um, via um, imagination. I'm not sure what other writers do, I'd be interested to hear different perspectives on that. I know from, um, I wrote a novella uh, several years ago, gosh, nearly 10 years ago, where it was so dark and so, um, like the, the themes, it was the aftermath of a hit and run that um, some kids had been involved with and they were kind of um, the fallout after the hit and run that they had killed a person. And I found that experience just so dark and so depressing. I was doing things like walking out in front of cars because I was so trapped in my head. I don't have a riding routine. <laughs> I'm really undisciplined, and I wish I, I wish I had a writing routine. Um, when I first started writing the novel, I, I had so much to say that I found it quite easy to write every day because I had so much to say and so much to put down, and I had these characters to create. Then, as the novel wore on, um, and 
I was looking at ways to kind of advance the narrative, things that required a little bit more thought. I didn't really see the point in forcing myself to write every single day. I wrote, wrote when I had a great idea or I had a vision of where I wanted to push my characters um, and then I'd sit down and, and I wanted to be excited when I wrote and it's a high energy narrative. It's something that's designed to be able to be read in one or two sessions uh, and read quickly because of the pacing of it. Um, so I didn't see the point in kind of pushing myself to draw out something that I wasn't really feeling. Um, and I think that's reflected in the writing. It's um, fast-paced, high energy, and you know, Jez, being a 17-year-old, is flitting from one thing to the other with the attention span of a ferret. Um, so, yeah, and she's not a boring na um, narrator. So, yeah, I don't force myself to write if I'm not feeling wow, it. Wow, for anybody that um, is starting out writing, but if anyone wants to be anything, you have to just back yourself on that 100%. Don't spread yourself too thin. Back yourself fully on being a writer. Um, make that happen and then if later on you decide you don't want to be a writer back yourself fully on the next project um, and believe that you are that to a writer's blogcast, head to our blog on thewritersblog.net. You can also find all of our blogcast episodes there and subscribe to us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.